Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello again, friends. Welcome into another Gamecock Central podcast. Emerson Phillips with Gamecock great Joe Rett. Gamecock basketball, a winner today. The Arkansas Razorbacks brought their four-game SEC win streak into Columbia, and that streak died at the Colonial Life Arena today. We record here on this Saturday, and the Gamecocks a 77-65 winner over Arkansas. Joe, Gamecocks now 7-3 in the SEC, 12-11 overall. Carolina got off to a real rough start today, Joe. In fact, I texted you at halftime. I said, I'm not sure the Gamecocks could have played any worse in the first half, but Carolina only down four at the break, and Joe, they used a 22-4 run in the second half to come from behind to beat Arkansas. Came out a little, they struggled real early tonight, and it was very sluggish. Uh, as well as you thought, I thought the same thing that this game is going to get ugly and get out of hand because uh, this Arkansas team, reminiscent of the team back in the days when they had the Todd Day, that team where they had Todd Day, Lee Mayberry, and Oliver Miller, they were really strong. And that defense is very similar. So it was very tough for them today, but they were good. Again, the freshmen stood up today and was big part of that 22 or 24 to something run today. So the Gamecocks in the first nine minutes today against Arkansas, eight turnovers, five missed foul shots. Gamecocks really looked poor in the first half, and that pressure Arkansas defense that they're known for kind of got the better of the Gamecocks in the first half. But, again, only a four-point deficit at halftime. And, Joe, I thought it was interesting that, uh, you know, we heard a lot about Daniel Gafford, the big man for Arkansas, who was a projected Mm -hmm. first-round pick in the upcoming Mm -hmm. NBA draft. He got into foul trouble today, and he sat the bench much of the first half. Absolutely. It's fine to do for a change. And I uh, spoke with the uh, coach last night, Chuck Martin. Uh, he was speaking about how good this kid was, the Gabbard kid. He was put his name in the head, I believe, last year and went where he wanted to be. I believe he came back with a late first-round pick, but came back, and this guy is definitely a first-rounder again this year. He, his draft status should have moved up, but him being a foul trouble definitely made a difference today. And Chris Hill was able to stay out of foul trouble himself. And uh, that was a big turning point in the game because that kid is really, really good. He finishes around the bats. He's very athletic. He blocks shots. He does a lot of good things, and that was the difference today. Carolina got a transition assist by Keyshawn Bryant to A.J. Lawson, bucket and a foul for Lawson with 9-12 to play, and that broke a 54-54 tie. Lawson finished the three-point play. It was the Gamecocks' first lead since the opening minutes of the ball game, and then Lawson to Bryant for an alley-oop jam that capped off Carolina's 22-4 run, gave the Gamecocks a 59-54 lead with 8.35 left. But then Arkansas came back with a 7-0 spurt, and they took a 61-59 lead, but Carolina outscored the Razorbacks 18-4 the rest of the way. Bryant got a bucket and a foul with two minutes and change left to give Carolina its largest lead of the day at 71-65. A.J. Lawson then got a bucket and an Arkansas offensive foul on the other end would give the ball back to Carolina. Gamecocks up eight with 115 left. Carolina ended the game on a 10-0 run, Joe, and after the ball game, Frank Martin talked on the SEC Network. He said that Chris Silva sealed the game at the end. Points in the paint. Carolina had 20 of them in the second half, and that was largely Chris Silva. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, the Arkansas team presented them a different look than they had all year. Arkansas likes to trap. They like to speed you up. 
And what I think they got discombobulated in the first half because they're so young. But they stayed, they stayed aggressive in the second half. And by them being so aggressive, they kept attacking the basket. They stayed strong, stayed to the, you know, to the game plan. Just be aggressive, attack the basket. That's what you have to do when you're playing against a team that traps a lot. And shots started falling, and Chris Silver took over the inside when, you know, A.J. Lawson, they was making tremendous, making big shots towards the, you know, in the second half. And everything fell in line for us tonight. Gamecocks were down 13 at the first media timeout in the second half. You know, that's the under-16 timeout. And the Gamecocks were down 13 at that point, came back to win by 12 today. A.J. Lawson, the freshman, with a big second half, he ended up with 24 points and seven rebounds. He made his first four threes of the game, and he finished four or five from downtown. Chris Silva, 16 points, eight boards, three blocks, and a big game from Keyshawn Bryant. Joe, we continue to be impressed with these two true freshmen, A.J. Lawson and Keyshawn Bryant. You know, we talk so much about Chris Silva and Mike Coatsar going into the mm-hmm. season, but it's really turned out to be – A.J. Lawson and Keyshawn Bryant that are carrying the Gamecocks in the backcourt right now. Obviously, Chris Silva is still playing big, but where would the Gamecocks be without Lawson and Bryant at guard? Oh, we'll be really lost. These guys are really growing up. They're growing up really fast. You know, they're, they're freshmen, and this is what you want to see this time of year, that these guys are maturing at this point of the season. Um, A.J., a little, more, a little bit more consistent than Keyshawn Bryant, but his shots are falling today. He's attacking the baskets as well. And, you know, we we got two really good promising Guys in the backcourt, the, the the one scary thing is that A.J. Lawson has got some reports back that he may be projected to go, well, last I heard, late first round or early second round. So we hope that this kid, we want him to do well, but we want him to stay around as well. All right, the Gamecocks, a 77-65 winner over Arkansas today. Gamecocks now 12-11 and 7-3 and and in the conference. Arkansas 14-9 and and 5-5 and in the league. 17 points for Keyshawn Bryant today. And the Gamecocks with the big second half to propel them to this win over Arkansas. So, Joe, that sets the stage now for South Carolina's second meeting of the year with the number one ranked team in the country, the Tennessee Volunteers. Just a couple of weeks ago on January 29th, the Vols came to Columbia and beat the Gamecocks at the CLA. You know, this was a tight ball game. I believe it was a two-point ball game, if memory serves, with about 12 minutes left. And Tennessee ended up pulling away from South Carolina, beat us 92-70 to back on January the 29th. Tennessee beat Florida on this Saturday as we record here on Saturday, 73-61. The Vols beat Florida to complete a two-game season sweep of the Gators. Saturday's game was in Knoxville. It was Tennessee's 18th straight win. Joe, the Vols wrapping up their third straight week at number one. And this Tennessee team, obviously, you know, we know now is a legit national championship contender. Yeah, it's definitely legit. Um, and some buddies talked the other day about this team is legit number one. I've been paying attention since they've been since we've been a conference play, how well they are. They are one of the most balanced teams in the whole nation. They they have an inside game, they have steady, they're steady at the guard play. Uh, one of, again, one of the most balanced teams out there. And we have them on Wednesday night. And, you know, they had a big game today against one of their rivals against Florida. So, hopefully, you know, with Kentucky, with Tennessee got Kentucky coming up after us on the, on next Saturday. Right. Hopefully, this can be a trap game for them hmm. where they can you know, they already beat us uh, a couple of weeks ago. So, hopefully, they can, you know, come in like a days ago and we can go down to Knoxville and uh, sneak a win out. Tennessee 22 and 1, 10-0 in the SEC. Gamecocks 12 and 11, 7 and 3 in the league. Joe, Carolina shot the ball well from three today. They were 10 of 14 from three at one point in the contest against Arkansas. 
And, you know, the Gamecocks had shot the ball well against Georgia last weekend before getting blown out by Kentucky middle of the week last week. So you talk about a possible trap game for Tennessee. Joe, the Gamecocks need a signature win. You know, that 7-3 and three record in the league looks very good, but if they're going to have any hope of getting into the tournament in a few weeks, they need a signature win. Obviously, a road win against the number one team in the country, you know, a win like that, it doesn't get much better than that. So what are the chances that Tennessee's overlooking Carolina a little bit and looking ahead to a game at Rupp Arena coming up next Saturday, Vols at Kentucky next Saturday? I think it's a perfect setup. Um, but, you know, how we got it set up when we playing them on Wednesday and they're going to Kentucky on on, on Saturday. So it's a perfect setup for us to go in there and snatch a big win. And we need that. Uh, we, we, we tried to get some earlier with Tennessee and some other games. Uh, um, playing Kentucky the other day, that's a different animal. Going to Rupp Arena, Rupp Arena and all those All-Americans that they have on that team, that was a tough environment. But um, we played this team already. We we hung it out until the I guess it was like 10, 12 minutes left in the second half. And Tennessee experience and all that um, took over that game. But hopefully we can go in there to have some confidence. We had a good win today against Arkansas. Hopefully we can go in there with a lot of confidence and, and, and upset this Tennessee team in Knoxville. Gamecocks at the Vols coming up Wednesday night, 630 on the SEC Network. And then after the Tennessee game, it'll be two straight home games for South Carolina. Saturday against Texas A&M and the following week against Ole Miss. So, Joe, you know, I continue to be miffed. I watched the Carolina-Arkansas game today on television, and it was on the SEC Network. And at several points during the broadcast, Joe, they showed Joe Lenardi, that's ESPN's bracket expert, uh, projected teams from the SEC that he thinks are in the field, the NCAA tournament field. And he has eight teams in right now. Dane Bradshaw said that he thought that Arkansas could be the ninth team in. Well, the Gamecocks beat Arkansas today. The Gamecocks were not one of the eight that Joe Lenardi's got projected in, obviously. And Dane Bradshaw didn't mention them when he said that he thinks the SEC could get nine teams in. So there's so much talk about how strong the SEC is this year. Tennessee's number one in the country. Kentucky's number five right now. The Gamecocks are set to play at Tennessee Wednesday night. It'll be the fifth meeting of the year for the Gamecocks against a top five opponent. I don't know that any team in the country has got anywhere close to that number of games against top five teams. What do you make of all this, Joe? You know, the Gamecocks are in fourth place in the SEC right now. If the SEC is so strong this year, doesn't it stand to reason that the fourth place team in the league would get into the NCAA tournament? I think if we continue to do everything we need to do, take one game at a time, everything will play out. Um, Joe Lenardi, his predictions are so early. Um, you think about some of the teams that are out there that are not doing this. This SEC is very, very balanced. It's a, it's a little top heavy, but we don't. Frank Martin mentioned that last night at the uh, Legends uh, reception last night about there's no bottom. You know, back in the day, there were teams at the bottom of the SEC that wasn't that good that you automatic win. Even though Vanderbilt haven't won a game, Vanderbilt is one of the toughest outs out there. So there's no teams at the bottom that you can say automatic wins. This team, this conference is so, so balanced. And, you know, it's going to be a lot more loss, a lot more wins. And, and I think if we just, we as the University of South Carolina, we have to take each game one at a time and let the season play out. And I think chips will fall where they may because, you know, we can, again, signature win against Tennessee, we can pull that out and just keep playing, winning games that we should win. I think we really got a good chance. You know, some of those teams – or, you know, we need to start looking at Walford. That team is really, really good. We lost to them early. So if we can root for some of those teams to make the NCAA tournament, I think that will increase our strength of schedule towards the end of the year. Yeah, Walford's got a good team, and Stony Brook is leading its conference this year, last I had checked. So, you know, those were the two non-conference losses, I think, that really stand out as 
poor losses mm-hmm. for South Carolina, even though those teams are having better years than I think most people realize. SEC standings right now, Tennessee leads the league at 10-0. and Kentucky is 9-1. and LSU also 9-1. and and, Joe, those are the three teams that have beaten the Gamecocks. Carolina's in fourth at 7-3. and three. Ole Miss 6-4. and four. Bama 5-4. and four. Arkansas now 5-5 five and five in the league. Everybody else is under 500. So, you know, I know the overall record is not good, and we harp on this every week, but I'm going to keep banging the drum. Joe, mm-hmm. I think, you know, a 12-win SEC team's got to get in the NCAA tournament. I'm not trying to hear about the NIT, Joe. The Gamecocks were in the Final Four two years ago. And I just think Carolina's got to start getting in the tournament every year. I know that's easier said than done, but I'm very disappointed that there's not more talk about the Gamecocks being in the NCAA tournament. Carolina's completely off the radar right now, even on the SEC network, Joe. That's surprising because, they, you know, those SEC network analysts, they, they keep up with all the teams. And they've seen this team, you know, some for some reason they're still looking at some of the early losses. But, hey, this team has won a lot of games in the SEC already. You know, I guess because they started off projected so low, maybe they – consider that and taking that into consideration, but they have to consider what we're doing now. We're winning games. We're winning big games. We're winning our home games. I think we only lost one home game in the SEC so far, and that was to Tennessee. And we had a, a t- very, very tough Arkansas team to come in here that was hot, one four in a row. For us to, you know, withstand a, a, a tough team like that today and come out and win, you know, they're going to have to give us some recognition. And I don't know uh, – our media need to push that more. I'm not sure how how we're going to get the respect that we need, but as that team goes along, they have to take one game at a time. They can't look at at the uh, what other people are saying. They need to yeah. take each game one at a time and, and handle their business. Joe, I think you and I are the only people talking about the Gamecocks possibly making the tournament. I know the Carolina's got a lot of work to do, but – and even listening to local radio here in Columbia, there just does not seem to be a lot of talk about Carolina getting into the tournament. And I continue to say that a 12 or 13 win SEC team, which Carolina could ultimately end up being, belongs in the NCAA tournament if the league is as good as the experts say it is this year. So it's all going to hash everything out in the next few weeks, and we'll see where the chips fall when the regular season and the SEC tournament come to a close. But uh, Carolina fourth place right now in the SEC with Tennessee, Kentucky, and LSU ahead of them and Carolina at Tennessee coming up on Wednesday night. So a huge opportunity again for the Gamecocks. Joe, tough road game. We know the Gamecocks will be big underdogs in Knoxville. Yes, another tough game again. And they got a tough stretch coming up with, uh, you said, Alabama, who's tough, and Ole Miss, who's playing pretty good ball. Uh, Ole Miss has always given us a tough time. So, you know, I, I, I agree with you with the 12 to 13 wins, but I think we have to do a little bit, little bit of work in the tournament to get a couple wins and if we get to the final that'll be even great but uh i think we're gonna need a couple wins in the sec term to, to really open some eyes for us to get an ncaa tournament all right we're 10 games into the sec slate that means eight games left on the schedule and carolina begins the last eight at tennessee coming up on a wednesday night against 6 30 on the sec network joe rett and i will come back and talk about the tennessee game and we will preview next Saturday's matchup with Texas A&M. Again, two straight at home for the Gamecocks after Tennessee on Wednesday night. Aggies come to town to the CLA next Saturday. For my man Joe Rett, I'm Emerson Phillips. Thanks for being with us on the Gamecock Central Podcast. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.